Resiliency is best demonstrated in times of challenges. Thank you for joining the Strength in the Midst of a Pandemic podcast, where you'll be inspired by the stories of everyday people as they've adapted to the challenges resulting from COVID-19. Today's podcast features Emily Fletcher, who demonstrates how what drives us can actually fluctuate as a result of a crisis. Make sure to listen to the end so that you can hear Emily's recommendations for passing time while staying at home for days on end. I'm a graduate student at the Ford School of Public Policy and the Ross School of Business. And, you know, the biggest thing is all of the in-person aspects of my academic programs um, have shifted to online and everything um, that I was sort of looking forward to as I wrap up my final semester of graduate school has ended or has been canceled in some way. So I'm supposed to graduate in May. Now there won't be any commencement ceremonies. All of my classes are done virtually and uh, my world has shrunk down to me and my apartment and daily walks and much more limited social contact than I had before the shelter in place announcement and the whole of the COVID-19 pandemic. I am by nature a planner, and I really enjoy the prospect of looking forward to things and planning those things, and I like creating certainty out of uncertain situations when I can, and so in this environment, my ability to do that has shrunk to almost zero because there's so little certainty right now about how long this will last and what this will mean for everything that comes after the next few months. And so while previously I spent a lot of time thinking about planning my wedding that's supposed to happen in June and uh, thinking about what the time after I graduate will look like, I had plans to travel and I was really looking forward to coming back from my spring break and starting to plan what those months after graduation would look like. And so that was what I was thinking about a lot and was sort of looking forward to. And now that has shifted to a focus on what I can do to structure my time within my very changed days and create some routine. And I spend a lot more time thinking about the present than I do the future because it's not productive or I can't even really imagine what the future looks like since I don't even know if those things that I was thinking that I was planning are going to happen. So I spend a lot more time thinking about what I need in the present moment and what types of routines and things I can plan over the next, you know, day or week rather than looking forward to the things that I thought would be happening in a month or two months or even six months. I think I will always enjoy looking forward and being able to plan things, hope, hoping that comes back at some point or the ability to do that returns. But I do think that it has been somewhat uh, surprising and encouraging to see that I can, I can find like a connection with what makes me happy, even when I'm not able to sort of think and orient my thinking in the way that feels most comfortable in the way I'm used to. And I think in a lot of ways there are things that I hope to maintain about that sort of mindset shift after this is all over, uh, assuming it eventually ends. And so I think, you know, like I've never been one who's particularly good at sort of stopping and assessing and building in downtime and time for reflection, but that has been required of me given all of the changes. And I think there have been benefits to realizing 
I'm capable of that and that it helps and it helps me find ways to be happy even in a challenging situation. And so I think if I can, I'd like to maintain that aspect of it moving forward, regardless of if and how and when this ends. <laughs> Just being outside has been really, really helpful for me. And my strategy for that has largely been to look at Google Maps and find green spaces that are roughly 20 or 30 minutes away by walking and then walking to them and seeing what they are, usually just a park, a public park or a natural area. We have lots of nice natural areas here. And then doing that repeatedly and stringing together long walks that way. So trying to find sort of novel experiences and little bits of adventure within my days, even though they feel pretty limited, has been helpful in sort of maintaining some excitement and some interest when I initially didn't think there felt like much. I think the positive that has come out of it, and I think it also relates to sort of the mindset shift that has been required, but beyond that has been a good sort of shift in perspective and putting problems and challenges and things that I'm grappling with in perspective. So I mentioned like I'm planning a wedding, I'm planning my wedding, my partner, partner and I are supposed to get married June 20th and we were sort of at the stage of the wedding planning process where we had gotten to all of these small details that needed to have decisions made but neither of us felt particularly strongly about them but then they just became stressors and emails to respond to and things like that and I think you know nothing nothing has put the uh, like relative lack of importance of that stress into a stark of relief as COVID-19. And so now, you know, we're not even sure if we're having the wedding, but actually on June 20th, the way we envisioned. But I think in some ways I feel a lot more at peace with that than I expected because I know that my partner and I are still going to end up married at the end of this. (laughs) We'll get married somehow. And while it might not be like the big party we had envisioned, I think it really has stripped away some of that stress and anxiety about details that really occupied a lot of my mind space in the time leading up. Um, And I think that has been in some ways a blessing and has been a a good exercise and self-reflection on why and when I get stressed and wrapped up in things that aren't as important. And so that's something that I think has been a silver lining of sorts and that it does really, you know, put into perspective that the people in my life are most important. And so far, I'm fortunate that they're healthy and haven't been, and, you know, are still able to live full lives despite what's going on. So that has been, you know, it's a little cliche, but that has been a big sort of silver lining gift out of this. I'm most proud of maintaining that perspective or gaining gaining perspective on what's important and being able to adapt to this very changed environment that is so antithetical to how I normally live my life. It's sort of an ongoing joke with my partner that I like can't sit still and I don't like downtime and I never like just being in the apartment with nothing to do. Like I always like to have a fully scheduled day. And so I found being able to adapt in a way I don't don't even know if I thought was possible before 
being required to is something that I've, I'm proud of. I have my ups and downs uh, where I'm, you know, more at peace with it and where I'm more upset about things or just feeling really down about everything. But I think I'm still making it through and I'm still finding a little bit of joy or sometimes a lot of joy in every day. And that feels like as much as I can do, you know, that feels like a big win in this environment. And, and I've been able to reconnect with people uh, virtually and things like that. So I think being able to adapt um, in this environment and being more resilient than I probably even thought I was has been a win for me and something that I'm proud of. What I've actually enjoyed most is when I've been going on my long solo walks or when I'm cooking in the kitchen, I've been listening to episodes of old podcasts. I've particularly been, particularly been listening to old episodes of Reply All, which is a podcast I I've, I think I've listened to most of the episodes now, but it's funny and irreverent and kind of random stories, mostly focused on the internet, but that's kind of a loose topical organization. And I really liked consuming older podcasts that were created before the COVID-19 pandemic, because I find that a lot of the newer podcasts have like had this shift where it's acknowledged or discussed for the majority of the podcast. And that's not what I need. I like going back to the time before COVID and listening to that, those episodes of old podcasts like Reply All or the Modern Love podcast that's based on the New York Times column. This podcast is a production of CEW at the University of Michigan. For links to Emily's podcast recommendations, please visit pandemicstrong.com. Thank you for listening.